This is the first episode of the Podcasters Club. I am Kane Power, and I'm so glad you found me. I wanted to start everything off by telling you a little bit about myself. Hopefully it will help you understand where I'm coming from and why I feel I'm authorised to tell you what to do. As I'm constantly telling my podcasters, and if you've never heard this before, then this is your first lesson. When you're creating a podcast, authenticity is key. People will eventually keep tuning in week after week because they get to know you and like you. If you're faking it in any way, it will soon become obvious and people will stop listening. And if people don't like you when you're being yourself, then it's better that they find another show. So, as I've said, my name is Kane. I was born in Hamilton, New Zealand in April 1984, which makes me 37 at the time of recording. See, you already feel more confident. If there has been one constant in my life, I would say that it is music. Although neither of my parents were musicians, some of my earliest memories were of music, and it has played a central role in almost everything I've done. I took up drums when I was 15, and I truly believed I would live my life as a rock star, no matter what. Drums have taken me across the world and back, and although I've definitely felt like a rock star at times, it's never really been my job, and I'm still holding out a tiny bit of hope on that one. I studied in my hometown at the Waikato Institute of Technology and earned a Bachelor of Media Arts in Music, majoring in audio engineering, and a postgraduate first-class honours in audio production, graduating in 2007. During my degree, I met the woman who would become my wife, Ruth, who is a talented singer and skilled pianist. She teaches piano over at pianopicnic.com. I spent a few years working in live sound, but I found myself more adept in a studio setting as a recording and mix engineer for music artists, which I continue to dabble in to this day, albeit more of a hobby than anything serious. In 2009, Ruth and I moved our lives to London in the UK, where I found work as an audio transfers engineer, which is essentially an audio archivist. Over the next seven years, I worked for some artists you might have heard of, The Who, The Rolling Stones, The Clash, David Bowie, U2, Van Morrison, Queen, and Elton John, just to name drop a few. And I also worked on day-to-day audio-related tasks for record labels like Universal and Warner Music. In 2012, I discovered podcasts, and everything changed. I couldn't get enough and was consuming two to three episodes a day every single day. Hardcore History is my favourite podcast of all time. Speaking of favourites, my favourite movie is Fight Club, my favourite food is tacos, my favourite drink is coffee, or beer, or wine, or whiskey. My favourite season is summer, my favourite books are epic fantasy, and my favourite band changes every time I think about it. Anyway, back to my life. In 2016, Ruth and I moved back home to New Zealand to a small North Island beach town about two hours south of Auckland called Raglan. I took about a year off to write a book and make a podcast about being a musician called Musician's Map, and then I turned my skills to podcast production. Precision Podcasting was born. Since then, I've worked on something like 1,500 podcast episodes. I've had number one podcasts in 18 countries, I've met famous people, I've made friends, and I've 
honestly become obsessed with podcast audio. Now it's my mission to end bad quality podcasting. (laughs) There's nothing worse in my ears than a podcast with poor quality audio. I'll turn it off straight away and never listen again. In my view, if a podcaster doesn't respect their listeners enough to put effort into making the audio of an audio medium listenable, then I've got no time for them and neither should you. Sad but true. So now you're here, listening to me, all fresh-eared and enthusiastic. If it all works out, I'm going to help you create something truly special that's going to work for you in ways you can't even imagine yet. But before we start, we need to talk about purpose. Your purpose. When someone comes to me for their first podcast coaching session, the very first question I ask them is, what purpose does your podcast serve? Almost always, they say something like, "Mm, I really just want to help people understand the benefits of farm animal scented perfumes and like why they're so good and how they can like change your life. Usually followed by, yeah, I just want to help people live a better life and like pass on the knowledge that I've gained. Absolute bullshit. Well, mostly bullshit. While they believe what they're saying is true and is probably a big part of why they want to start a podcast, 99% of people aren't putting in all that work because they're a philanthropist. While changing people's lives for the better may be their goal, ultimately they're doing it because they have skin in the game, a motive, purpose. To prove that I follow my own advice, I'm going to use this podcast as an example. Full transparency and a huge surprise to all of you, I'm sure. I didn't only start the Podcasters Club because I want people to make better podcasts. Although that is a big motivator and my overall goal. I started this show to build my authority in the podcast audio space, build my reputation as a podcast engineer, and promote my podcast production business. Everyone does it. Oprah uses her podcast to solidify her branding. Joe Rogan uses his podcast to sell comedy tickets. Malcolm Gladwell uses his podcast to sell books. Michelle Obama uses her podcast as a PR tool. Just because you have a purpose that you might not put as a tagline in Apple Podcasts, it doesn't mean you're being inauthentic or that you don't really care about helping people. We all need to get paid somehow after all. I want to take a second here to include a quote from an interview I had with Jenny Wren Stottrup, who is a podcast producer and coach over at Gritty Birds Podcasting. She uses the word goals instead of purpose, but she makes a great point. What is the aim? Where are you heading in your 10-year vision? How does the podcast aim toward that? Like, is it something that's filling a civic need? Is it filling a personal need? You just get clear about that because it's going to just make the entire experience of making a podcast better. And you see that in shows that are really doing that because you know what they're about. You're clear about where you fit in that, which is where the goals hit. Because, like, you don't mind if someone's mentioning their course a bunch if you know that that person is trying to build courses, right? Like, that's, I don't feel weird about that. Say, hey, I'm a course person. I'm talking about this. So sometimes I'm going to mention that. I don't care. But, like, if I was saying I have a personal show about all these journeys and then, like, six months in, I just start selling my course. And if I wasn't clear on that goal, like, 
that's going to bug people. And I've seen that before as I've like switched some of my focus and re-clarified. Some people are like, I don't want in on that. And I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to be in on it. I totally understand, but I appreciate you in the journey. You know what I mean? Like, and it's okay. But like, if you can do that earlier, aside from like going through a brand change, that's really, really positive. You'll find links to Jenny's work in the notes for this episode, and you'll hear more from her in upcoming episodes. So you probably already know what it is but I want you to think about your purpose for starting a podcast. It could be to grow your coaching business or raise your company profile within a specific market. It could be to get more members to your gym, to support your comedy career, to strengthen the culture in your workplace and therefore retain staff longer, or to sell your soap made from human liposuction waste. That's a Fight Club reference there for those who didn't catch it. But whatever it is, Keep it in your mind, write it down if you're that way inclined, but don't forget it, because that purpose is going to help you create the type of show that will actually work towards that purpose, and not just towards your goal. And let's just get this out of the way now. If your purpose for creating a podcast is to make money from that podcast directly, maybe try something else. (laughs) More on monetization in another episode. The last thing I want to talk about in this episode is the importance of audio quality. If you become a regular listener, and I sincerely hope that you will, you're going to hear me talk about audio quality constantly, and with good reason. Let me put it simply. Podcasts are an audio medium. If your audio sounds bad, you're doing it wrong. Everything we do as podcasters should have the listener in mind. After all, without listeners, what is a podcast? I'm going to do an entire episode on respecting the listener, but for now, I'll just summarize. Your listeners need to be able to hear you loud and clear at all times. They don't want to be turning down the volume in loud parts and turning it up because your master is too quiet. This is especially bad in places like cars and trains, which coincidentally is where most people are listening. If your recording sounds like you're on the other side of a basketball court, or stuck down a drain, or sitting next to a jet engine, no one is going to listen. It's just not a nice experience. They'll turn it off, find another podcast, and you've lost them. No one wants to hear your toddler's favourite cartoon on the TV, or your husband doing the dishes, or the dog barking next door, or the background music at a local cafe. Now, I'm all for hobbyist podcasters, just like I'm all for hobbyist musicians. It's awesome, and everyone has the right to enjoy it. If you want to grab your phone, go for a walk, record your thoughts straight to Anchor and publish as is, then knock yourself out. If you want to set up your blue yeti in the middle of the table at a dinner party while you and your friends are cracking each other up, then that's great. No one is stopping you. But don't be upset when no one wants to listen to your show and it dies out after a few episodes. Recording your podcast using your phone's recorder app while you're driving to work might work for Terry Crews or The Rock, but it won't work for you. Think of it this way. If you've done the work to convince a person to listen to your content, what an absolute waste if they turn it off after a few minutes because it's such a chore to listen to. You have to put yourself in your listeners' headphones and imagine what they want to hear. This applies to the content you create and the quality you create it at. 
a little effort will go a long way, and you've already started by finding and listening to this podcast, which sounds absolutely great, I'm sure you'll agree. Okay, rant over. Here's some nice music to give you a sense that things are coming to an end. Yes. Next episode, we're going to be talking about your target audience. Who are they? Where do you find them? What do they want? And how do you get them to listen? Till then. This podcast was created by Precision Podcasting. We make podcasts sound better. For more about what we do, resources on podcasting, and if you'd like to get in touch, visit precisionpodcasting.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash precision podcasting. Yes, that's spelled the way it sounds. If you'd like to hear more episodes, make sure to hit subscribe. Thanks for listening.